Welcome to the Regular Guys Random Things Weekly Podcast. Thanks again for listening to these regular guys talk about the most random things. So sit back and relax while they get started. Hey everyone, we're back again. Another uh, week of our RGRT podcast. Just a bunch of regular guys. Well, three. Is three a bunch? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, we're here. I'm here with uh, Destin. How's it going, guys? And John. What's up? And I'm your host, Scott, today. Um, John's joining us via the wonders of technology today. He's feeling a little under the weather, so he is... In an airplane. In an airplane. Kind of sounds like an airplane. <laughs> or a bathroom. Are you in the bathroom? <laughs> oh, What's that running water? <laughs> I'm not telling you. <laughs> So, yeah, that's why John sounds a little funny. He's not feeling great, so he stayed home to keep us all from getting sick in the bunker. I think that's a load. I think he's at home playing the new uh, Destiny 2 download expansion. Yeah, how's that going for you, John? Nah, nah. (laughs) I got to nurse spoons. I got to have my vitality ready. Speaking of that, since you brought it up, I know that's probably going to be your thing. Why don't you uh, tell us what you've been up to, John? With... Well, I actually have a bunch of stuff I've been up to because I traveled uh, for training and um, I went to Anaheim and I was the closest to Disneyland I've ever been in my life. But you're right, that wasn't what I was going to talk about. I was going to talk about Destiny because the War Mine expansion was released last week and I guess a week ago today and... Uh, We've all been kind of grinding different stuff for different loot, and it's been a lot of fun, and there's a lot to do. And last season, which is like a quarter of the year, I had everything, and there wasn't I, there wasn't anything in the game that I could do, so I was helping Scott and Dustin and anyone else who wanted it. But this season, I don't think I'm going to be able to I don't think I'm going to be able to do it all. I think I'm going to miss stuff, which kind of bums me out. But at the same time, good for them for really getting on this particular topic, you know. Have you found any loot yet? Uh-huh. What's that? Have you found any loot yet? Uh, What's your favorite one? I, I have got a bunch of Eververse stuff, which... Um, I'm really enjoying my ship, but as far as grinding goes, I haven't got anything. Uh, I'm still on the grind for stuff. I really want the sleeper simulant, which is a bring back from destiny one. It's supposed to be pretty great, but, uh, that's a really long grind and I'm probably halfway through that. So I, I haven't got anything yet as far as my, my hard work goes. Another thing, though, is, is that a lot of people are playing the raid again because it's a good way to level up. I, I think uh, raid and trials of the nine are the fastest way to level up. I kind of so feel that, like I kind of feel like you're cheating on me. Like last night, I jumped on and I was going to play, <laughs> and you jumped on, and then you're like, "Yeah, I got to go. To, I got to go do a different <laughs> party." So uh, see ya. <laughs> I'm like, where's Sorry, John? Dude. I need some help. <laughs> Sorry, I I hopped in to help you, um, and then somebody invited me to do the raid, and so 
we're not good I, enough for him anymore. No. We just like that, you know, the person that asks for the prom date and then he suddenly gets a better offer. Yeah. So he jumps on that one and just leaves us high and dry. I'm sorry. I, like I said, I mean, it's the fastest way to level up and I've been trying to get people to raid with for the last season, but nobody cared to do it. Um, but now since they're all trying to level up real fast and everything, it's relevant again. It probably won't even stay relevant. It'll probably uh, die out again once people are maxed. We'll see. But I really like that uh, they made the raid relevant by making it a great place to level up your guardian. And um, Dustin and Scott, I challenge you both to raid with me. Oh, he challenged us. Well, there, wasn't yes. any, there wasn't even an invite yesterday to raid. He's like, okay, bye, see no. ya. I got to go. No. I got a new no. set of friends. <clears throat> no, I... Well, that, the reason for that is, is that you have to have six people. And when they invited me, I was number six. So if I had tried to take you with me, it would have been too many anyway. But um, our sorceries from the clan got through his first raid last week. And he was basically carried by the other five members. And so that was cool. Um, I'd like to do something similar for you and Scott. And I don't even think you need to be carried so much as, oh, I need to sneeze. Ooh. Um, <laughs> Thanks for warning us. <laughs> well, I got to sneeze. <laughs> I was going to try and mute it so that I didn't blast the. But anyway, um, it's not so much that you need carrying, but just the mechanics of it and all. If five people know what they're doing, um, one person not, not being able to do the mechanics super well is. Uh, much less noticeable than if everyone can't do it. So anyway, that's my challenge to you is to uh, raid with me this week. And if we all three of us do, we only need uh, three more. So that's Scruffy and Sorceries. That's two. And if we can do one more, then we're good. And I think you guys would have a blast. It's so much fun. All right. We'll try it. We'll try it. That's, <laughs> Get us all six accepted. together. That would be the hard challenge. Part, I guess. More challenge than accepted. We'll see if we get that done. So, awesome. speaking of destiny, Dustin has now been uh, converted, and we have now addicted him to the world that is destiny as well. And he's been playing a lot more. How are you doing, Dustin? Uh, I'm doing good. I I'm getting better. Um, I've never really played any video games prior to this, and so. Uh, I think I'm coming along. I've got my levels up and my light levels up, and so I, I feel like I'm I'm doing okay. But more practice, nice. I guess. I don't get enough time to play. So what else you been doing this past week? Uh, I got my results back from my MRI. Oh, how'd that go? Um, not so good. Uh oh. Yeah, the MRI confirmed what the doctor told me that I have a torn meniscus, and that needs. Are they going to try and? Are they going to try and work on it, or is it something that just needs to heal over time? No, it won't heal. And so um, they've scheduled me to have my knee scoped. Uh, and depending on what the problem with the meniscus is, uh, I could either be on crutches for three or four days or six weeks. So uh, they don't but know exactly. Um, what, what does that mean, though? Like you'll be on crutches after they cut you open, or you'll be on crutches... And it'll heal, but you said it wouldn't heal. So what do you mean? Well, so if it, well, it won't heal on its own. So um, if it's repairable, 
they'll put some sutures in it and which means I have to keep weight off of it four to six weeks. I'll be on crutches. If it's, if it's not repairable, what they do is they just go and trim the damaged portion so that it's, I guess, better. And then I only have to be on crutches until the pain uh, subsides. But at the end of that discussion, he said, oh, there's another problem, which I wasn't <laughs> really <laughs> expecting. So I guess the ligaments and tendons, whatever the garbage is behind my kneecap, uh, is damaged and there's no really fixing that. Um, they can kind of clean it up and, and make it a little bit better. But, uh, since I, since I got hurt, when I walk up and down the stairs, I got a bunch of grinding and popping, uh, that never happened before. So that's from the tears behind the kneecap and they're going to try to fix that and see if they can make it better. Is that from this past accident or is that just from being alive? Um, well, no, he said that I have some prior damage, but, uh, the pain and the, the issues that I'm having now is related to the fall that I had. So, um, I've made whatever problem I had there prior worse. And so he's like, ah, yeah, that's the, that's the pathway to a knee replacement, you know, 15 years down the road. So welcome to the bad knee club. (laughs) Yeah, Dude. I'm telling you, I'm like, old people mess their knees up. So not only are you the bad knee club now, but I think you're an old person. (laughs) Shut up. Wow. Coming right at you. Throw me under the bus. First he dogs me in Destiny, and now he's like, yeah, you're too old to play with me. I think that was the bus from the uh, rest home that he just ran you over with. (laughs) Yeah, I guess so. Dude, those buses are fuel efficient. I've been out to Wendover, man, with, on the senior bus. Yeah. Nice. How about you, Scott? What have you been up to? So this past week we had uh, an experience in our backyard. Behind our backyard we have kind of a big field that's just empty right now. There's really nothing in it. Uh, but apparently there's wildlife back there. The other day I was in my backyard. We have kind of like this ledge that's concrete for our patio, and it's a drop-off of, I don't know, a foot and a half down to the grass, maybe. Anyway, I'm walking along that ledge, and I see a little garter snake slithering right by the thing there. So it was a pretty big one, too, actually, uh, as far as garter snakes go, right? So I run into the house to get my kids to come out and experience nature, right? Um, Were they afraid of it? I managed to get Ethan out. Brody like, eh, I don't care. I'm playing (laughs) my video game. Leave me alone. Zero interest in it. So I get Ethan out there, and I bring him out, and I say, look, right there, what is it? Because I didn't tell him what it was. Can you see it? It's a rattlesnake. And they couldn't see it. or He couldn't see it um, until it moved. And when it moved, he probably jumped like three feet. It's <laughs> pretty is. funny. <laughs> is he afraid of snakes? Uh, he doesn't like snakes. I don't know that he's afraid of snakes, but I, it, we were pretty close to it. It was like he was standing right on the edge looking over, and I don't think he quite expected it to be. As close as it was, I think he was looking kind of more out into the grass. So it kind of startled him when it was like literally about a foot and a half away from him. So, and then I also told my wife she couldn't come because I was afraid if she knew there were snakes in the backyard, she'd never come out there. But <laughs> Sell her house. She uh, chastised me and said, no, she's not afraid of snakes. And she came out and looked at it and thought it was pretty cool. And so I was wrong on that account. I apologize, Holly, for thinking that you would be wimpy and not want to see snakes in our backyard. So It must be snake weather because my mother and father-in-law had a snake on the side of their house. 
and they kind of talked about it. And so this weekend when we were over there uh, for dinner, Erica wouldn't go down into the backyard <laughs> because she knew there was a snake somewhere in that backyard. But. Yeah, so I eventually I just chased the snake down the lawn and kind of chased it to our fence and kind of there was a little crack there that it went under our fence and back into the uh, yard, I think, hopefully. Back so. into the habitat of UPA. Yes, yes. <laughs> exactly. So that That's was uh, excitement for our week, um, besides playing Destiny, of course, which I also did. Yeah, it's been it's been fun being on this week. Yeah, so um last week we talked about stupid stuff we did as kids, right? So it kind of reminded us and about some of the other things we did as kids. So we thought this week we'd kind of talk about some of the toys and and things that we enjoyed as children. Um why don't you start us off, Dustin? Oh, geez, I have a whole Since list. Since it was your idea. I don't know. I don't even know where to start. Uh Hey, let's do like one at a time around the table because that'll help me remember them while I'm while you're talking about them so I have quite a few action figure type uh things so maybe I'll start with action figures uh man dolls boy dolls I guess that's what a lot of people call them but I had a a number of uh like he-man uh G.I. Joe Star Wars um trying to think what other I had some uh WWF Back then, Worldwide Wrestling Federation, I had some of those. And then uh, along with the wrestling ones, there was like some Muscle Men. Do you guys remember Muscle Men? Mm -hmm. I remember Muscle Men. Only a little bit. I had Muscle Men, um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I think I had some action figures for them. Um, You bring all these, and I'm thinking, yeah, I had some of those. I I think I had (laughs) probably at least one or two of every action figure set that ever came out we loved action figures as kids and did all kinds of dumb stuff to them so i I had a lot of action figures too unfortunately i destroyed most of them oh yeah so like with either magnifying glasses or firecracker stuff but you were sid (laughs) yeah i was sid the funny thing is is it kind of ended like i remember like gi joe and star wars were kind of big but then as i got older it just ended like i I didn't have any interest in action figures. Maybe you guys did. No, there's, you kind of get to that, I don't know, 12, 13, and it's like action figures just lose interest. Maybe it's even before then. Yeah, maybe. Do you play with action figures, John? Yeah, I had... Canon. Oh, while you're talking, I thought of Stretch Armstrong, which isn't really an action figure, but was pretty popular um, when I was growing up. And I never had one, but... I did have the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and I had the ones that would convert into turtles, like Transformer Turtles, uh, but they weren't Transformers. So anyway, I don't know if you had those, but they were super fun. Cause nope, didn't have those. You could, have those either. You could, you could move her, their arms around so that they look like an actual turtle, and then you would flip their turtle shell down and flip their head out and change their legs and stuff so then they were more human-like. And so that was fun. But uh, I never had any Star Wars uh, stuff because while we were in, while I enjoyed the movies, I was probably one of the only ones kind of into that franchise growing up. And I just never did buy them. But I did have uh, something called Exosquads. Nope. Nope. Exosquad. <laughs> Not ringing a bell. And 
This yeah, must be it, after uh, I was done. This is when we're in junior high. We're yeah. worried about girls instead of toys. <laughs> right. That's funny. No, this is an old toy. You'll have to look it up. But and it's based on a it's based on a cartoon that I watched as a kid, and so I really enjoyed. And I don't know if you guys had to earn your toys or if they were given to you or how your toy system worked, but I basically had to earn everything I had. My we were pretty poor and. So I wasn't given a lot of stuff. I had to do jobs around the house and my dad was pretty good about providing me jobs to do for money, but not really anything for free, which is good and that's fine. But anyway, so I had a, and you can talk about that when in a second, but, um, so I had these exo squads and they were shorter action figures. They were only like three to four inches tall but they had fully articulating elbows and shoulder joints and legs and everything. And they would climb into these exos, which were these machines. Good grief. I can't breathe anyway. Uh, and I thought that they were super cool. I think I remember nice. those now. They were, they were a action figure you put inside of a shell, right? Yeah. Yeah. I um, think I well, that. the shell oh, I was, was different mechs like, but it wasn't Mech Warrior, and it wasn't some of these other ones. It was a specific brand, hmm. but it is it is that style where where you had an action figure that got inside of some kind of thing, and they had this brain jack like the Matrix that um, was part of the part of the lore or whatever. And so when they'd get in their EXO, they had a, they'd have to jack in in order to be able to pilot it properly. Nice. You know, it's very much like a Japanese anime. Uh, Gotcha. or manga style of um, toy, but I saved a lot of money and bought a lot of that franchise, and I don't know what happened to it either. I wish I still had it, but they're all gone. Yeah, I think uh, based on today's prices, I think I had about a million dollars worth of Star <laughs> yeah. Wars toys when I was a kid. Probably the same. Wow. I, I wasn't That's given so crazy. I wasn't given toys just out of the blue either. I usually got them for birthdays, Christmas, or, you know, I, I didn't. My parents didn't just come home and say, here's some toys. If I wanted something, I usually had to buy it or I had to wait for a birthday or Christmas or they got stuff at Easter and other places. But That's pretty much how I got most of my stuff too is special occasions. Yeah. I did have chores. I don't I remember get getting... Yeah, I don't remember getting much of anything for my birthday or Christmas. and So I, we were pretty poor. Like There were, there were seven of us and... My dad's doing the best he could, and we were in California at the time, and it's just not cheap. We're and gonna, so, we're gonna call you Charlie kinda, Bucket. <laughs> Charlie Bucket. Call Charlie me what? Buck. We're gonna call you Charlie Bucket. <laughs> That's funny. You can call me anything with chopped liver. Just kidding. Do you guys consider so, yeah. Transformers action figures? Mm, sort of. Say that again. Really. Transformers as action figures. What uh, about them? Do you consider them that, or would you say? So I I asked if you consider Transformers as an action figure because I kind of listed those separate, but if we're going to cover those in action figures. No, I would say those are separate. I mean, they're kind of the same, but, you know, they're not the... I definitely played with Transformers way different than I played with action figures. Action figures were the little things that you could, you know, do all kinds of stuff. I could go either way on that one. They're dolls. They're dolls. (laughs) But Transformers, you know, that was I was a lot more careful with the Transformers and stuff like that than I was the action figures. I don't think I ever blew up any of my Transformers either. 
like my action figures, I would strap them to every firework I could find or melt them with. But I think I treated my Transformers a lot better than my action figures. <laughs> yeah, Transformers were pretty cool when they first came out. They were awesome. Uh, I loved the Transformers. My brother was super big into Transformers, and he had a had quite a few of them. Uh, and I used to always just play with his. But yeah, I, I loved Transformers. Cool, John. Do you use Transformers? At all? Um, because we were not very fluent growing up, um, my cousins always seemed to have, like one aunt and uncle's kids seemed to always have the coolest toys. They had the Lego castles and pirate ships, and they had um, the He-Man action figures with like the velvet uh, lions. Or whatever, tigers or whatever. I forgot about that. Yeah, nice. And battle cat. You know, I mean, they, yeah, they they had the wild, they had the Voltron. Um, uh, I don't know what you call them, but you could actually make Voltron out of the different the Voltron lions. Uh, yeah, yeah, out of the different pieces or whatever. And so, some of these things, I oh, they and the reason I brought this up was that they had Transformers and they had the old ones that were like steel you know and uh so you did I get they're really cool we just yeah. never we never had any was your favorite toy growing up scott my favorite toy growing up um god that's tough i would probably say action figures as a general class i think i played a lot with a bunch of different action figures the most maybe hot wheels though yeah hot, hot wheels, wheels. On my list we had a whole bunch of Hot Wheels and tracks, and we used to build tracks to do our Hot Wheels all over the house and outside and everywhere. We built pretty elaborate tracks with Hot Wheels. I, I love that. That was really fun, um, being able to pick out the cool Hot Wheel and bring it home and race them. And I think my Hot Wheels bled into other toys, too. Like I would build garages or something out of Legos or oh yeah, remember or Lincoln, locks or yeah, Lincoln, Lincoln Logs. Logs. I used to, so I always had Hot Wheels incorporated into other things I played, you know, with even Star Wars stuff. I remember putting Matchbox cars in the back of Star Wars ships or even my G.I. Joe stuff. Oh, yeah. The Hot Wheel cars just went along with everything. They were like that universal toy that seemed to find its way into just about everything you played with. You know, that's how your your Star Wars action figures got around as they'd get... <laughs> <laughs> one, one thing you didn't mention for the Hot Wheels where they got around were, and this might have been a function of your backyard, but we always, or we, it seemed like we always had sand pits. What do you call it? Sandboxes. Sandboxes. And uh, we would build, like, for more of the 4 by 4 type Hot Wheels, we'd build, you know, castles and tunnels through them and drive them through there and oh yeah it is funny it is funny how the hot wheels really were integrated into all of them you'd integrate them into your action figures you would imagine your action figure getting in the hot wheel even though there's a huge size discrepancy (laughs) right yeah they were way better and uh so that's true i never thought of that like that but the hot wheels were a big part of i wouldn't say they were my favorite but they were definitely a big part of everything and they were pretty much indestructible. Oh yeah, you could beat 
beat the crap out of those things and and they'd still move. So the, the wheels sometimes got messed well, up, but yeah. Do you remember micro machines? Oh yeah. <clears throat> that was on my list too. I had a ton of micro machines. That kind of came out after. So I think I was a little too old. I remember micro machines, but I didn't really play with them much. I I bet that was probably at the end of my my toy age and it may be more because my brother had a whole bunch and so we kind of collected them a little bit my brother's a little bit younger than i am but we had we had a lot of those and we traded a lot in school too like uh so i guess you had micro machines john i didn't have many of those either uh the same cousin that i mentioned before did have a lot I did have some. Um, I also was kind of aging out. Um, by the time I could spend money on or my own money on toys, they had to be pretty engaging. I like the exosquads pretty well. But basically, by the time that I started spending money on toys, it was Legos. And we haven't got there yet. But, um, but yeah. yeah. So I didn't have a lot, but I did have some. Nice. To go along with your matchbox, did you guys ever have Tonka trucks? Oh, yeah. Oh, Tonka, Tonka was... Trucks. The yellow dump truck. I love the one that was the scoop with the little handle. You could push it, and it would dig down in, and you could pull it. Did you have one of those? Yeah, like the a little, backhoe or yeah, something like that. Yeah, a backhoe where you had the handle, and you could dig your in the sandbox to dig out your pits and stuff. Those things were indestructible, too. And even to the point where we used to try to ride them ourselves down a hill, like we'd go find a hill <laughs> and sit in the back of our dump truck and ride it around. Nice. <laughs> yeah, oh, and I'm you. pretty sure those were painted with lead paint too. So, <laughs> Or somebody yeah. would sit on the dump truck with their butt in the in the bucket, and then we'd push them. Like you'd, they'd try to put their feet up, and then you'd just push them down the street. Usually ended in a crash. There was nothing good about Sounds it. Sounds like you should have brought this up last week. I actually just forgot all about it until we started talking about toys. <laughs> My grandparents were the only ones that had Tonka anything, and only one set of grandparents, and so we knew right where they were when we go over. They were in an outside cabinet, and we would go and open it up and break them out, and they were so much fun, and they were so hardy. You just don't see toys like that anymore. Probably they're too expensive to make, or I don't know. I think everything. You don't... I think everything started getting like automated. Do you remember when like Stompers came out? Like no, what's they, that? They were like a, a a little powered truck that would run off one AA battery, and they were probably like three four times the size of a Matchbox, but still you know could fit in the palm of your hand. Oh yeah, but, and they had big giant wheels on them. Yeah, and they yeah, were just they were like those. monster trucks. So. Yeah. Kind of at that transition, you know, like when things started kind of getting powered. I don't know if do you remember Bigfoot. You probably, John probably doesn't remember Bigfoot. Do you remember Bigfoot? Yeah, Bigfoot. I, I had a Bigfoot I truck. Bigfoot. Yeah. And then like, uh, and I still have one of these and it's in my office, Air Jammer Road Rammer. It was air powered. And so you'd pump it up with an air pump and then start it. And it was like a air powered engine. So kind of like um, those. That's cool bottles that you uh pump a bunch of air into and launch into the sky exactly and they had a couple other things they had a rocket or i had a had rocket a... like that that you did that with. yeah yeah that a was a pump and a little slide you slid it back and the thing would just blast off that was pretty cool yeah that was one of uh one of the f- fun toys with the air powered stuff and that was kind of i think when that transition happened i think i 
probably quit playing with Matchbox altogether. I remember I had a ton of Stompers. They were like, and they sold little tracks that went along with Stompers. And so I, I remember for Christmas, I got a bunch of Stompers and the tracks and the logs. And they were supposed to be kind of like a monster truck. But yeah, that's pretty cool. So one toy I really liked was just the plain old wood blocks. Did you guys ever just have those, the little circles and the squares and the stuff? Yeah. yeah, my grandma had my grandma did the same one at the Tonka stuff. We she had Lincoln logs and different shaped blocks. We just loved those wood blocks because even as we got older, we used to try and build. A, I guess you'd call it like a Rude Goldberg machine out of them, where you know you'd start with one end with a marble and it would fall off and uh, knock something over, which would cause some kind of chain reaction. And we used to try and build these elaborate machines out of those wood blocks. Um, with marbles and cars and and hot wheel tracks and and those were a big part of that we used to do that even as we got older with those wood blocks so i really like those it's funny you say that when my kids were young um we finished uh, a basement at my mother and father-in-law's house and so all the two by fours got cut off you know about four inch block at the end and so we had all of these two by four blocks like enough to fill this gigantic rubber made bin and then my kids started playing with them and so then we kind of sanded them down and then the kids ended up coloring on them but they had this gigantic uh box of rubber made bin full of these two by four scraps that they played for and that was exactly what i did when i was a kid we had stuff just like that too so yeah john no you there He's sneezing again. Are you on mute? Sniffling. Hello? John? <laughs> Hello? Hello? Come in. Earth to John? Well, maybe we lost him. Uh, maybe we lost him. Can you hear me? Oh, yeah, we, we can, can hear, hear you now. Did you ever have blocks? So I, the Google Hangout tried to do a video. Oh. That's funny. Um, ask the question again. Wooden blocks. Did you play with wooden blocks? Oh, yeah, I did. My... My grandma, like I said, uh, that had the Tonka stuff, had blocks, and we'd play with them, but we didn't play with those a bunch. She, uh, She's the only one that had them, and we weren't there all the time. Um, but uh, I tended to like the Lincoln Logs better when we were there because we didn't have those, only she had them. And uh, so I, I gravitated to those more so than just straight blocks. And she didn't have any marbles, so we couldn't. You know, I do remember doing some domino things at her house because she had dominoes, but uh, nothing as elaborate as Scott did. <clears throat> cool. So, and then there's the big one, which is Legos, uh, but I don't want to go into Legos too much because I think we can do a whole show on that and we need to save that. Yeah, Legos were a big part of my childhood too. Played a lot with Legos. So you were talking about how your Star Wars collection is worth like a million dollars, right? Right. If you didn't blow, if you didn't blow it up, um, we were looking at. Uh, no, don't talk one about of Legos. The, well, I was just going to tell you that I had a, I had bought a set and the minifig. In that set, is one of the most expensive minifigs that you can buy now. In in All the. Right. Uh, you tell us how much it's worth when we do our Lego show. Stay tuned for okay. that. <laughs> yeah, I won't, I won't tell you. I'll keep that between us for now. There's a little teaser for the, for the Lego show that we're going to do eventually. So um, any other fun toys that you guys want to talk about? 
So how about uh, when games started to evolve? Do you remember, John may not remember this, but when I was a kid, used to have a, a game you'd fill full of water and you had a button and you would just oh, the, yeah, you'd it would squirt shoot it up the water. Shoot the little circles and try and get them on basketballs or, or something. Yeah. yeah. And then it, it kind of awesome. then it kind of evolved to like um like Simon. Did you ever have Simon? Oh I had a Simon, yeah. So that like that was kind of like the first electronic I think that I could I remember was like my yeah, Simon that game. That was one of the first electronic I games might, that I ever had too. I think. I think I had a speak and spell too, kind of mm. at that same time. Never had one of those. And then my all-time favorite, which I still have, was the electronic quarterback football game. Did you have the white one? I have the white one. I still have it. Nice. Still play it every once in a while. And then they came out with, uh, I had the white one, and I still, I think I still have it in my mom's basement somewhere. But then they came out with the, uh, did you ever see the deluxe version where not only you could have, they had backwards because the original one only had three buttons, right? You could only go forward and up and down, and you couldn't oh, go backwards. So I think I have the deluxe one because I can. Uh, I think I think I can go up, back, down, and forward. I can't remember. Yeah, that was a fun little game. The little red dots, and you had to wait for the opening, and then as soon as the opening, you're busting it on that button to go forward <laughs> as many times as you can get through that hole before they close it back up. And then you kind of found a pattern, like, oh, yeah. you know, you could always, like, still today, if I picked up and played it, like, I can, I know how to beat the computer, I guess. Yeah, that was a fun one, too. How about, uh, here, let me look at a couple other things on my list. Wow, we'll, you have notes? I do. You came prepared today, wow. Etch-a-Sketch? Etch-a-Sketch? I, I had one, but I got tired I, of it real quick. I had one, I've too. never been a big fan of that thing. Rubik's Cube. Oh, I still love Rubik's Cube. Love those. I still have a Rubik's Cube, too. Yep. Can you solve a Rubik's Cube? You know, I, I used to. As a kid, I took a lot of time. I bought this book that to solve a Rubik's Cube, and the book was like 50 pages, right? It was a serious Rubik's Cube book, and I actually went through and pretty much memorized it and learned how to do it. Uh, and then a couple years ago, maybe a year or so ago, we went and got another Rubik's Cube because I, I don't know why but i just had saw it and had an itch to do it again and so then i looked up at the instructions and it's like a two-page pdf on how to <laughs> solve the thing now <laughs> so they've really refined the process for solving the rubik's cube about life i just can't remember the i can't remember the <clears throat> I, I can't remember the finish move but i can get i can get the sides and the top done how about light, light bright? I had a light bright. Light yeah. bright. Oh, light bright, so cool. Loved hated, light bright. I hated cleaning up light bright though. Yeah, it was never fun, especially if you had to like sort your. If you had someone you were playing with that was kind of anal about it, and they wanted to sort we their did. colors. We had ours sorted into different little things so you could find the color, and it was a pain to to sort that out. So. And this one isn't so much no a, toy, a toy, but do you remember Garbage Pail Kids? Garbage Pail Kids, <laughs> They yeah. were a collecting card. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, That's I did those too. Potty Scotty. <laughs> yeah. On the light bright. I don't think they ever had one. On the, light bright, on the light bright front, I, last week, I guess, during the conference or something, I, I remember it being sometime last week, I actually was thinking about light bright and, and if they would create like an iPad app or whatever – that had a similar idea and it just wouldn't be as cool and it wouldn't be the same because 
it, light light bright was such a novelty at the time and uh so when you played light bright did you turn the light on while you were putting the pegs in yeah no i think we no, we, yeah. we had the lights in the room on and then we built it and yeah. then you turn and off the lights you, and right you have the big reveal yeah turned it on <laughs> oh, that's so awesome that's how we did it too just i don't know if we did it that way i don't but, even really totally remember i do remember though thinking that that was such a cool um like invention thing so we loved it how about we i already said lincoln logs but how about tinker toys tinker toys are great yeah, I had Tinker Toys. And an Erector set. Do either one of you guys have Erector sets? I did not ever have an Erector set. I did not either. I had a small one. It wasn't much fun because there was only like one or two things you could build out of it. and They were pretty expensive. And so I, I didn't really have a whole bunch of Erector set, but it was kind of fun to have. That's my. That's the end of my list. That's your list? Oh, I had Big Wheels on there too. Is Big Wheels, is that a toy? I don't know. I, I, that's why I kind of. I was going to say when you asked there, me but... what my favorite toy was, I thought for a second my bike, but then I thought, would a bike <laughs> really qualify as a toy? So it might qualify as a toy. It depends on your age. <laughs> well, maybe maybe that'll get into the next segment that we have after our would you rather. Yeah. All right. Are you ready for our would you rather then? Sure. Justin? I think so. Yeah. You got it for us. I do. And this would you rather is a little bit hard for me because. And I'll tell you after I ask the question when I'm going to get my answer. So would you rather be alone for the next five years or constantly be surrounded by people for the next five years and never be alone? So someone's always at your side, even even when you go to the bathroom, even when you're in the bathroom, maybe they're in the stall next to you talking to you or something, but you're never not with somebody. What about business time? Somebody's there. Okay, well then, is there business time if you're alone? Because you wouldn't have. We, we got to quit there. dissecting these things. Just answer the question. <laughs> <laughs> Just know that you can Are never they... be alone for the next five years, or you have to be alone for the next oh, five years. Oh, that's tough. I think I'd rather have people around me. Oh man, why? Um, Convince. I me. like people. And I think that I would get really lonely being by myself. I've never liked to be by myself, really. Um, if I look back at my childhood, the most alone times I've had were building Legos. And and I would turn on music or whatever to feel less isolated. But I, I like people. If the person was constantly chatting me up and constantly talking, I think that I'd have to change my answer so as to get some serenity from time to time, but but five years of isolation would be too much serenity, so I don't know. I, I think I'd rather be surrounded by people. Scott? <laughs> I don't know. I can't decide. <laughs> Both of them are really bad for me because I really like people. I like to be around people, but I also really like to be alone about half the time. So I like people. I like to be alone, unlike John, who just likes doesn't like to be alone. So I do like my alone time. I like quiet time. Oh god! <laughs> what are you picking? Well, I I'm kind of in the same boat you are. I like being around people that I like. I don't like being around people that I I'm not friends with. Or so don't is it be like. pe- being around people you don't like or do like? 
There's no answer to I, that. You don't know. Yeah, I think it's all Can, of it. You don't get to pick the people that you're. What uh, if your friends aren't around? Then you just get stuck with some goobery guy that's like, "Hey, Scott, I'm your Nick companion for the next day or so," <laughs> <laughs> and he just wants to talk about uh, playing Matchbox and his. Can I ignore him? Um, I'm sure. I mean, Can as I much put as you phones could... in and just ignore him. <laughs> no. Yeah, okay. I I just decided. I'm going with people. You're going with people. Because I think I can ignore people more than I can not <laughs> ignore being alone. And you know what? As you guys were talking, I just thought of this. But I, I served a two-year mission, and I was around somebody that I may or may not have liked <laughs> at all times for two years. So I'm sure I could tack on another three. <laughs> I'd be just fine. So I, I'm i picking people also um, as much as... I could be in a big crowd of people and just be like, oh, geez. But I, I don't think – I like my alone time too, but I don't think I could go without human contact for five years. That would be kind of hard. You'd turn into what's-his-name on the island with Wilson. Yeah. If I get to take my dog with me, though, then maybe I might have a different answer. <laughs> you could take your volleyball with you. <laughs> no. Wilson! Because I could spend some nice time up on the river – fishing and just have my my dog with me that would be fun but i guess it would get old too I'd probably start getting yeah crazy. I, I, the more i think about it the more i'm going with people because i think it's a lot easier to ignore someone when they're there than it is to ignore people not being there all the time yeah so, all right so that was really difficult at first but in the end i think it was a little easier once i thought about it yeah I don't think anybody ever really wants to be alone. Maybe some people do. Maybe. Alone all the time, though. That's that's completely different than alone most of the time. I think I think when you're trying to be alone and you just want to relax and unwind and then you have somebody that won't let you be alone or let you relax, I think that's frustrating. So I think that might be the, you know, you'd want some alone time or you'd want to just get away and then you couldn't. Right. I think you'd eventually adapt and just learn to ignore people and not pay them any attention. Do you just throw on some noise canceling headphones? They might be next to you, but you can't hear crap. Yeah. What if they just start tapping on your shoulder? Scott. I would Scott, I'd punch them in Scott. the face again. <laughs> I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be alone, but they'd also be passed out on the ground. So it's oh, all there weird. you go. <laughs> Very nice. All right. Okay. That's our would you rather question. Um, so along with, uh, we're going back to our childhood again. During my childhood, sports was a big part of my childhood. I really enjoyed playing sports. So let's talk a little bit about some of the sports we played and some of the experiences we had playing sports and how that worked for us. John, you want to start? I can start. Okay. This is when I can actually start. Are you proud of me? Yeah. Cool. Uh, so I was put in, I think the first sport I was ever team sport I was ever, uh, enrolled in was soccer. I'm not totally positive on that, but I'm pretty sure. And so I was out, um, playing soccer and one of the kids on my team mooned me (laughs) and I was devastated. I, I was like, what the heck just happened? I don't even know who I am anymore. And, uh, <laughs> I, 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 don't really? even know wow. I, was. Wow. I was like second grade 
age or something. I don't even know why I was so devastated. I just couldn't understand. I couldn't understand why I didn't know it was a joke. I didn't know it wasn't a joke. I had no idea. I was just totally a dumb kid. And so I told my mom about it and uh, she pulled me off the team. And that was the end of my soccer career. But uh, she then put me in baseball and I have lots of stories, but I think that that's out of the scope of the question you asked me. Do you want me to keep going? No, let's talk about soccer for a minute since you brought okay. it up. I also started with soccer at a very young age. My uh, grandfather was from the Netherlands, and he was a big soccer fan. He played on soccer oh, really late in his life. Um, so I was exposed to soccer very early and started at a very young age, and that's definitely my first experience with any kind of team organized sport so I, I really grew up loving soccer and still to this day it's a big part of my life so what'd you start with Dustin? Soccer. soccer. I, think, I think it was just kind of a staple around here as everybody played soccer I mean there was little league baseball you know quite a bit when I was growing up too but I was a runt I was so small when I was growing up <clears throat> you wouldn't expect that from me now but when I was a kid, I was I was small, and so uh, soccer was a, a sport that I could still play without any physical contact, but I wasn't very good at it. I only played a couple of years and then moved on to other things. Yeah, so I played soccer my entire childhood, all the way up even into adulthood until I uh, tore my ACL, and that kind of put an end to my soccer career. So soccer is a big part of my life. Um, trying to think of any one specific i can't your moon story has totally thrown me off of, <laughs> i just can't can't it top threw that. me off <laughs> i can't top that so i remember uh one time when i was a kid we had a kid on our team that stopped to take a bathroom break right in the middle of the game right there on the field and then which one number one or number two no number number one he just couldn't wait and there was no bathrooms at the field you know and so he just stopped That's right awesome. there and whipped it out and was facing the other side of the crowd. And then the ball came rolling by and I don't even think he stopped. He just pulled up his pants and ran after the ball. And it looked like I mean, he, he beat himself pretty much after that. So. <laughs> no, I can't talk. Oh, that is awesome. <laughs> oh. So uh, baseball, you mentioned baseball, John. Did you try baseball, Dustin? No, I didn't. I, like I said, I was pretty small when I was little, and so um, I think when my friends were playing baseball, I was playing soccer, and then as I got older, I, I ended up wrestling, so I didn't I didn't play any yeah, baseball. So when I was little, they about the only sport you could play at five or six was soccer. They didn't really have baseball or basketball or any of these other leagues like they do now um, for little kids. But I did eventually play baseball, for one season and I was horrible at it and so um, that was the end of my baseball career I think I spent most of it sitting on the bench <laughs> and dreaming striking of, out dreaming of orange slices yes <laughs> How was did your you ever watch career? bench warmers yeah yeah it was a funny show that's funny how was your baseball career John so my grandpa was a really good softball player and after that traumatic experience with soccer, my mom's like, all right, I'll put him in Little League. Uh, 
a starter with T-ball. And you can't strike out. And if you can't hit the dang ball off the tee, then you really suck. But uh, I think I was able to do that. And I started there, and I was on the Giants, and that was fun. And uh, I moved up to pitching over time. And I remember the kid threw the ball at me, and I ducked to miss it, and it hit my bat. And it was, and I was a strikeout. So because it touched my bat and rolled out of bounds or whatever, they, they struck me out and I was pissed. So I quit baseball. <laughs> That's why you quit baseball. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> uh, and that was when I was on the Phillies. Um, so and those are like the only two sports team names that I know because I was, <laughs> <laughs> I'm went, in the middle league, did you but I like it? baseball to this day. I'd I'd play it to this day with a with a group of guys. I think it's a fun sport. Um, but uh, that's also the end of my team's official team sport playing. I played football unofficially with uh, neighborhood kids, but I'll wait to talk about that until you ask. All right, Dustin, well, you went straight from soccer to what? Uh, so probably through the middle of my you know from that was probably like first grade and then I don't think I played another team sport until I was in I think I was either fourth or fifth grade uh I got really involved in hunting and fishing and so I was hunting all the time and that's kind of and we did a lot of camping and so team sports didn't really work with that but when uh when I was in fourth or fifth grade um they started up a little league wrestling club and so I uh that was a really easy sport for me because I I had to compete against kids my own size. And so I was able to wrestle. So I started wrestling uh, when I was fairly young. And then I wrestled all the way through high school. So that was kind of my big main sport as I was on the wrestling team. Through nice. Junior high. Um, in high, high school. school, I think it was my sophomore year, um, I was looking for something to do to keep me in shape and get me in shape for the spring soccer season, right? So I thought, oh, let's go try wrestling. They'll take anybody, right? <laughs> I went to one day of wrestling, <laughs> and that completely wiped me out. I could not believe how hard it was and how physically draining it was to wrestle someone for an hour, and I gave up. There was a lot of there was a lot of that like football players be like oh yeah coach said I had to had to join the wrestling team when football was over so I could stay in shape and they'd usually last like two weeks and then they would be gone. I lasted one practice and I was done. This was that was way too much for me. It, <laughs> it was a totally different kind of uh, exertion than soccer. You know, soccer is a lot of um, running and and just that kind of endurance where. Um, wrestling was just using muscles that you didn't even know you had and, you know, getting slammed on the ground and getting beat up a lot. And it, I just decided, yeah, that wasn't for me after one time. It's kind of funny you say that because conditioning was a big part of wrestling. And so uh, a part of conditioning was running. So we would run a lot. Um, but running wasn't enough to get you in good enough shape to wrestle. And so you physically had to wrestle to, to get in good conditioning shape. So you would run, but 
but then you would have to wrestle a lot and and you're right practices <coughs> were an hour hour and a half long two hours long sometimes so yeah it was pretty crazy yeah, and I think this first practice I went to is probably it was, you know, one of the first practices of the year and it was it was pretty intense like first practices always are, you know, how they are really trying to get you in shape and stuff. Set but the bar. Yeah, yeah, set the bar and that was my wrestling career. So I tried it for 2 hours and gave up. Yeah, it was tough. I I wrestled all I mean until I was in you know, I graduated from high school and there's it's not really a lot of college opportunities for wrestling. Yeah. And so I, I, that was kind of the end of my career. I gained a whole new respect for wrestlers at that point because I did not think it was as difficult as it turned out to be. So yeah. I did for you. I did try football too. And like I said, I was small. And so I kind of got recruited. Uh, they had youth football around here uh, when I was younger. And so um, I got recruited by the C team coach. He was looking for people. They had so many kids, they created three teams. And so they had an A team, a B team, and a C team. And the C team were kind of the leftovers. <laughs> and I got recruited by the C team coach. I had no desire to play football, but he's like, you should come play. Like, you know, we'll 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 get you going, and uh, it'll be fun. And so I show up for practice one day, and they kind of outfitted me with some junk gear it wasn't like the best like you know but it drowned me it, it wasn't big and so they started never playing a lick of football in my life they said hey uh so tackle this guy and so i was little and these guys just drug me around the the field and the coach just got <laughs> mad at me and mad at me and every time i couldn't tackle somebody or if i tried to block somebody they'd lay me out he'd be like take a lap and so i remember being at this practice and every time he asked me to do something. I couldn't do it. And he'd be like, take a lap. And so I would run and run. So I was at this practice for like two hours and I just ran the whole time. And so I came back and he kind of gave me a little bit of a pep talk. And so the next time I went, uh, it was the same thing. Tackle this guy, block this guy, defend this guy, take a lap, take a lap, take a lap. And so finally I was like, all I'm doing is run laps. Like this isn't going to get me better. So I spent the majority of the practice taking laps. So at the end of the the second day I just said to the coach, I said, I, th I think I'm done. Like I, I didn't sign up for football just to run. And he said, yeah, maybe, you know, a couple of years when you grow a little <laughs> bit, he kind of, I think he was just trying to get me after he recruited me. I think he was just trying to get me off the team. So you suck. Yeah. Pretty get much. off my team. He never told me I sucked. I mean, he made it clear that I was the one that had to quit, but I was like, I was just running the whole time. I'm never yeah. going to get to play. So, so about football, Dustin, I never played for a team, but when we would play uh, neighborhood football, um, they called me the the freight train, and they would pass the ball to me, and they'd all try and tackle me, and I'd throw them off, and and uh, they'd have no joke, two or three of the neighborhood buddies of mine hanging on to me, trying to take me down. And I got, I was like, I am the king of the freaking world. You know, <laughs> nobody will knock me off my pedestal. Well, this other neighborhood kid um, who had was like a recent move in. I don't know where he got the idea, but uh, he figured out that if you stick a branch in the spokes of a bicycle, 
then uh, you have a really good chance of making the person fly off. So anyway, he when he would tackle me, he'd stick his leg in between my legs so I couldn't move my, you know, I couldn't move forward. And he'd trip me and my freight train status was uh, forever ended. And what they call you after that? Uh, wash out. Wash out. <laughs> but I wasn't the trainer anymore and I might as well have been a washout. I was devastated. Yeah. I played a lot of backyard football. They actually tried to recruit me for the high school team because I was pretty fast as a kid. Um, but I really just didn't have any desire to play f- football. Uh, I don't know why it's my favorite. One of my favorite sports now to watch. Like I love football. Yeah, I mean, I always liked football. I've been a football fan. I just didn't want to play it. Uh, I didn't do it. They tried to get me on the team to play receiver or a a defensive back or something like that, but I just didn't want to do it. So I only played soccer in high school. Were you on the high school team? Mm Mm-hmm. We actually won two state championships in the four years I was there. What high school did you go to? Can I say that on there? Ben Lomond. Ben Lomond. Yeah. So, yeah, we were pretty good. Uh, the only other sport I pretty much played as a kid was basketball. I played basketball kind of became my alternate to soccer because at the time I was growing up, they didn't really have indoor soccer. So I could play soccer spring, summer, fall, but they didn't really have any options for winter. So I would play basketball during the winter, but soccer pretty much all the rest of the year. Did they have junior jazz when we were? I didn't play junior jazz. I can't even remember anybody playing. I mean, we I just, played a lot of backyard basketball, but I can't ever remember until maybe junior high until there was any kind of organized basketball. Wherever. No, they had they had a rec league where starting at about maybe nine, eight or nine, where I was, you could play on a rec league. Huh. So I played on a rec league team. They had, you know, games and practices and all that. Uh Played on the same team for several years. We were pretty bad. I think we only won like one or two games in several years. So uh, it was – I was not a very good basketball player either. I I was pretty good at rebounding, and, you know, I was kind of the Dennis Rodman of our team. (laughs) I'd go in and muscle with anyone and try and get the ball. Pretty aggressive, but not a very good shot. I was kind of like the John Stockton with no John Stockton skills. (laughs) (laughs) It just swat every time I'd go to take a shot. Somebody would swat me down. I wasn't very good at basketball. Still not very good at basketball. Yeah, I still like playing basketball. I play every. I, I used to play quite a bit. I don't play as much as I used to. Any basketball, John? Basketball, John. Sorry, sneezing. Um, I did, but not on any team sports. Is backyard ball, yeah. I guess, or driveway ball, or whatever you want to call it. But uh, I enjoyed. Uh, the game called Tornado. I don't know. It's got a bunch of different names, but yeah, Tornado uh, you Lightning. Line up at the, yeah, lightning. That's, that's a fun one. Uh, or Lightning. Yeah, you line up at the free free throw line and uh, try not to get out. And I enjoyed that one. I, I yeah, that's uh, a fun one. I'm not great at it. I can't dribble at all. I, I cannot dribble. If and it didn't take anyone with any skill much time to figure out if they just run my direction i'd have to pass it because ball handling was at the very low uh end of my 
sports abilities or however you want to say that. But anyway, yeah. Um, I I did enjoy Tornado. He didn't have the dribble. You know, it, it was more about getting the ball in the hoop, which I could do better than than dribbling. <laughs> nice. But yeah, not not a huge basketball fan. Uh, still to this day, I suck at it. Um, you'd almost you'd almost rather forfeit than have me play on <laughs> on, the, on your team. So, all right. Uh, any any other sports that we didn't mention that you want to talk about, Dustin? I mountain biked a little bit. I'd probably open a gigantic can of worms for John, but yep, I used to ride a lot of bike when I was a kid. That was my mode of transportation, and and then when I got into high school, I bought a mountain bike, and so I used to ride a mountain bike quite a bit. So nothing probably is as crazy as John, but I did I did bike a little bit. That's a similar story to me. I rode everywhere growing up um, on a piece of crap rink-a-dink bike. And then um, after high school, when I was working, um, I spent 500 bucks on a specialized rock hopper. Uh, that's what I had, too. Yeah, it's a freaking great bike. Did you have a bike, um, Scott? I had a but, bike, but uh, I never had a, a mountain bike. They didn't have mountain bikes. I had a banana seat bike for a long time. So. <laughs> <laughs> that was my main mode of transportation. Until I was about oh, 12, and then I got a 10-speed and thought that was the, the coolest thing ever. So, Dude, a banana seat bike, mountain biking, would be the worst thing ever because you would hit your uh, gentleman parts quite frequently and be in much misery. <laughs> but, I uh, rode over quite a few mountain bike trails in that thing, though. <laughs> I, mean, so I guess I did go mountain biking with my banana seat bike. It was purple oh, too. So oh wow. Yeah, so um I would ride with a buddy of mine um and we would uh we were invincible, you know, this is post high school and we could not die. So we tried some pretty gnarly stuff that I would probably not try now. And then uh we uh uh I had I took a, a couple years break, and I've been mountain biking ever since. And I I still do to this day, and I probably will this year. Nice. All cool. right. Well, I think that about covers our athletic endeavors as children. Um, that's our show for this week. Yep. That's yep. It. That's it. <laughs> that's it. Uh, for John. Remember who you are and don't let it get you down. <laughs> and Speak <Dustin>. for yourself. <laughs> uh, last week I had said that I was going to come up with the the secret giveaway and I totally forgot all about it and didn't come up with anything. So maybe next week. <laughs> <laughs> next week. We'll have a little contest uh, to participate right. in. Something to look forward to. You probably were looking forward to this week. Yeah. It's, it's because we recorded... And then we had the whole yeah. week off, and I kind of got out of podcast mode, and so I didn't really think about it. All right, stay tuned for that next week. Uh, we're signing off this week. I'm your host, Scott. We'll see you again next week in the world of randomness.
Thanks again for joining us on this week's podcast. You can find more episodes, show notes, and links at our website at www.regularguysrandomthings.com. You can also find us on all the social media platforms like Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you enjoyed this week's podcast, please like, comment, and subscribe on your podcast platform of choice. Once again, thanks for listening, and catch us next week for a brand new episode. Thank you.